0: progression is right on schedule. We're right on schedule. We are uh, we're coming to you from my childhood bedroom drinking a little bit of Fisher's Island lemonade. I did a I did a Patreon episode where I was a bit tipsy. I was drinking some kombucha and gin. And people seemed really pleased with that and so I do aim to please, and so I am, I am drinking on the pod once again, this time not kombucha and, uh, and tanqueray, this time we got Fisher's Island Lemonade that is 100% spiked with vodka and whiskey with natural juice and flavors, made in the USA, thank you very much. For years, we have been mixing up a summertime favorite, the F-I-L, It's the Bee's Knees. We set out to share a our refreshingly classic, yet effective giggle water. Giggle water? I like that. For all to enjoy responsibly, wherever you go, dot dot dot. The beach, the ferry, the seventh green, the sailing, or at your favorite watering hole. Watering hole. I like that. I got a hole that needs watering. Know what I mean? <laughs> it's gross. I'm sorry. It's not gross. I take it back. It's not gross. Thanks, thanks to the fe- feminism of, of, Car- of Cardi B and and Megan the Stallion. If that's correct, is it Megan the or Megan the or is it just Meg, Meg the? <laughs> um. Uh, I, I guess Cardi B is in politics now. I guess she's the next I guess she's a politician now. Which uh it's it's totally makes sense. I mean it's the next logical step in what is happening in our society which our society in which we've entered the realm of the absurd where anything that is absurd is now on the table like any idea that you may have it's 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 things that we would normally scoff at in a, in a society where we weren't completely psychologically demoralized now we don't scoff now we say yes Cardi B we want you we want you to interview the potential future president it matters what you think Cardi B I don't even know her last name. We don't even know this woman's last name. Does anyone notice this? We don't know this woman's last name, and we're, and we're, and we want her opinion on, on the next president? Who is this woman? I demand to see the birth certificate of Cardi B before I decide whether or not I'm going to take her opinion into account when I go to the voting booths. Or 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 check off my mail-in ballot, whichever it may be. We're in the realm of the absurd. Um, it's strange because on the one hand, we're I mean we're very intolerant of certain things, like any any anything that can be interpreted to be bigoted in any way will be interpreted that way, and you and you will be exiled. You know. Um, and yet we're extremely open-minded in other ways in that, um, you know, Fauci wants to, the the guy that we're all counting on to save us from, from, from a a global pandemic is, is throwing baseballs around, um, and we seem okay with that, um, Kanye wants to, wants to give the presidency a go, um. I mean, we're 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 given the choices of of a game show host and a war criminal to be to be the leader of the free world, and we're pretty open to that. There's no mass protests against that. There's no one saying, "Hey, with that I don't I don't think either of these guys should really have this job." TBH, and that is an option in a in a in a more organized. In a, in a less demoralized nation, in a nation that has not been trained to, to just accept what we're given, just to eat it up, just to eat up the shit that we're fed. In a nation where that where, 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 where we don't have such a strong propaganda machine that, that drills these ideas and, and creates, you know, I mean, you've all seen manufactured consent, I'm sure in a nation where we're not so susceptible to these powers we would all be in the street and say uh no thank you i mean literally hashtag biden the rapist and hashtag trump the rapist were trending at the same time like we need to we need to we need to we need to open our minds you know we need to see that we don't have to, we don't have, these are the choices that are created for us. These are not democratic choices. We're not really choosing these people. These people are, are mostly chosen by a corporate machine that's been installed for many years now. And I'm sorry to keep talking about things like this. I know many of you are intelligent people. You're already aware of all of this. And yet it baffles me because it still all happens. It's still all happening. There are people in the streets, but not they're not saying, hey, we don't want these guys. There's got to be somebody else in the country. There's a lot of people in the country, surely. There's someone other than a game show host and a war criminal to lead us, right? It seems logical that we could all say no. I mean as my, I mean the left left to like believe that the people who voted for Trump just like are have been tricked. They've been conned by this this master of of con artistry. I really don't think that's the case. I really don't. I I had some illuminating conversations on the road. I remember I was in Madison, Wisconsin, talking to some audience members and they were like, yeah, my my family, they all hate Trump. But they voted for him just because they they want abortion to be, to become illegal. And look, that's not good, okay? That's not good, I don't like that. But it stands that there are a lot of people who just chose this guy because of many reasons other than the fact that they like him. Like... If you took a a legitimate poll of everybody in this country, nobody is going to say they like Trump or Biden. And so, why? You know? Like, why? The outrageous thing is that a lot of the people who voted for Trump, voted for him the first time, because they liked this anti, anti, you know, quote-unquote, swamp message. He ran on an anti-corruption and a rebellious campaign, which is also what people on the progressive and or radical left want. Like, a lot- there's a lot of common- common goals and common opinions between people who voted for Trump and people who like Bernie. It's like, everybody just wants a fair shot Thus far, don't really seem interested in giving it to us. It seems pretty geared for a certain class of elite people. So it's just a shame. It's just a shame the division when we could all get together and be like, yeah, we just want somebody who will let us have jobs, you know, and not just steal our money. I mean, the Cares Act, all of these, all of these, tr- these transfers of wealth to the elites during a pandemic—it's like, it's, it's like, it's truly just. There's no words for it except the realm of the absurd. Like, we've been so demoralized and desensitized that we can't even grasp how truly insane it is that all this money was given to people who already had tons of money instead of people who are losing their homes and losing their jobs you would think that in another nation that wasn't so demoralized people would be on the streets every day saying no I mean I've talked about this before but like I I just I drool when I see people in like Beirut most recently all together saying fuck you you can't just leave us like this and yet we don't do that here I mean, we have a certain amount of luxury, I guess. I mean, we have our, our little phones and, and our entertainment. Entertainment is, you know, as someone who's in the entertainment industry, I I feel like I'm just part, part of the problem. Part of the problem. Entertainment, we forget this, is supposed to be a luxury in society. It's supposed to be something we have... When we've sorted out a lot of other problems, and we're like, okay, we have time now to be entertained. And it's the opposite now. It's like, well, everything is fucked. But at least we have Netflix. At least we have cuties, you know. Sure, we can't we can't get chemotherapy without going bankrupt. But we can watch twelve-year-old girls prance around in tutus. Is that what they do in that? I have not seen it. I don't know if I have an opinion on this debate. I mean, people seem to be split up on the typical party lines. Surprise. Um, I want to say I don't think the way to combat the sexualization of children is to sexualize them. I feel like it's a bit redundant. But I'm an out-of-work artist, so I guess I don't really know, I don't know anything. Um, all I know is I have some really solid pedophile jokes, and I do plan to use them. And I've noticed, you know, I've noticed that a lot of the the men I've been attracted to tend to have photos of them as, as children, as their PFP. It means profile pic, which I just recently looked up. I thought it was something like M, MCM. I thought it was one of those. Um, but it means profile pic. And I don't know what that says about me. I don't like that. I don't like that observation. But it definitely not attracted to children. And I have a joke all about me proving it in a completely legal fashion not tell you that joke. You'll have to wait. Maybe, are you you in Connecticut on this Friday and Saturday? I'll be in Connecticut with wonderful Sam Morrell. We just did some, we just did a brewery this past uh, Saturday um, in Connecticut. That was fun. Got some some good drinks. It was nice to be on stage. Um, Bless, bless him. I feel like I'm going to be at the mercy of headliners for a while. To bring me with them, I feel like all the all the available shows are just gonna go go to them, um, which you know I, I understand. And it's not, I mean, I guess nobody might, maybe nobody will be working once it gets cold, unless uh unless things start opening up indoors. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me that Cuomo is opening up in- gyms. And restaurants at 25% capacity, but not arts venues. Seems a little deliberate. It's kind of weird. But then someone told me there's some stages act being considered to, to help revive um, arts venues because they will close. Some good comedy clubs have already closed. Very sad. I, um, I hear the seller here in New York has like erected some kind of glass box on on the stage that comedians will be able to perform behind sounds uh sounds very dystopian but again we're in the realm of the absurd so that's completely fine i think it's fine i would love to be in a glass box it sounds kind of nice um all a lot of people i know have left the planet a lot of people have left the planet. I just got a text from my friend. It says, hey, can you ask your mom if she's aware of any good ways to make amends or apologize to a jinn?" A djinn, for those of you not in the know, is kind of like an Arab evil genie. It's like a, it's basically like a, like an evil spirit, like a poltergeist or something like that my mother being of Arab origins my friend is asking me to ask her if she knows how to apologize to a djinn so he's uh you know he's he's fine (coughs) he's clearly fine um I have another friend who's who's just goes deeper and deeper down the conspiracy rabbit holes just his our text thread is just a a slew of videos um i can just read you the titles of the videos new revelations on the covid death count Hmm. Uh, your coronavirus test is positive maybe it shouldn't be good good uh, XXX Tentacion shot and killed in crucifixion ritual. Okay, that one's more of a joke. That one. That's like one of these Gematria people who, who thinks that all all the celebrity deaths are part of uh, part of some elite sacrifice ritual based on based on numerology. But I think that'd be that's kind of a fun retort I could get start giving to trolls, you know, when they're like, fuck you, how dare you make a joke about his death? And I'll be like, Well actually, did you know that his death was part of an eclipse sacrifice as part of a ritual that's existed since the Freemasons and the Rosicrucians hundreds of years ago? And maybe they'd, you know. Maybe they'd get freaked out, leave me alone, or maybe they'd start diving deep. Um what else has he has he been sending? Election chaos being used to set stage for the final technocratic dot dot dot. You can fill in the blank. Johns Hopkins clade X Pandemic Simulation, May 15th, 2018, 666 days before coronavirus pandemic. Okay, so you get the idea. Um, and then what else have we have we got? One of my friends, uh, her, her apartment in Brooklyn got broken into the other day. I had to go pick her up and take her back to um, her parents' house, which is near mine. Um, someone broke into her place and just took checks. Her checkbook wasn't in the place it should be, which is how she knew someone came in. And she figured out that like 10 of her checks were missing. And then she said that... The guy living above her was a lawyer who had recently lost his mind and gotten horribly addicted to drugs. And when the landlord came in to, to to check on him, there was like garbage like three feet high and needles everywhere. It's not good. It's not good. New York New York is going to descend into into violent chaos very soon. But On the bright side i'm pretty sure the rent is gonna go down and maybe i'll actually get to live there maybe it's finally my time to shine in new york city i've always been new york adjacent maybe now maybe now that violent chaos is ensuing it's dina's time to move into cobble hill I've always loved Cobble Hill I feel like I, I'm not it doesn't appeal to me that much to live in New York but oof those tree-lined streets those brownstones and I can handle myself you know I took one MMA class I my, my, my good buddy Max got me a, a knife for my birthday and I know how to throw them if you've seen my Twitter video, I was inspired by a ghost of Tsushima to uh, get back into throwing knives, you know, when I when I lived here Um, when I lived here in my my mom's home where I am now, um, when I was like I guess in high school I don't know what got me into it, I guess it was part of my general uh, fetishization of, of Japanese culture, but I started throwing kitchen knives at the wall. Um, you'd be surprised some certain one the smallest size of a kitchen knife is pretty good for throwing. and I just got I lost I was so consumed in it I lost track of myself and I had thrown it at the wall so many times that there were just little holes in the wall everywhere. And my mom came home and was like, "Oh my god, I, I think we have a termite problem there's all these little holes everywhere. And I was like, yep. And I thought to myself, at the time, this will be a funny story, like, ten years from now. And I'm like, by the way, I was throwing knives at the wall. Because I hate you. And I hate myself. Um, but maybe I will tell her one of these days. Just for all time's sake. Um, My point is, I, I threw a knife at the wall just to see if I could still do it a week ago. And I could. I still got it. And... I now that I have this fancy new knife, maybe I'm gonna think I'm gonna take in the backyard, start throwing it at at, at some trees. My stepdad, another person who has left the planet, Um, he's got just a just a collection of potted fig trees in the background, uh, in the backyard, a real museum of, of potted fig trees going on. But the figs are delicious. The figs are very good, so I think that's great. He's found a hobby. Seems like it's planting fig trees and smoking weed, according to my mom. As you know, if you listen to my other... I don't know if it was on Patreon, but she, she realized I was smoking weed. and She was like, I recognize that smell from your stepdad's jacket. So he's having a good time. It's good. He lives downstairs. Um... And, um, who else has left the planet? Roseanne has left the planet. I didn't realize that. I was watching an interview, one of her interviews on her YouTube channel, and she's like, she's all, she's, she's loopy. I mean, she's still hilarious. But she's like, she's wearing this, like, thing on her head and, uh she's she's real spaced out but like i i mean the way she explains it it's a bit heartbreaking like i mean basically it's i mean she describes herself as being moved on to another realm because her character has been killed in this realm and it's like you know yeah you can dislike her for i guess i'm not even that familiar with the scandal i guess she tweeted some things that were racist and then she was like i was on ambien i was fucked on ambien which uh I have friends who have crazy ambient stories. Ambient does fuck you up if you don't use it correctly, but I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, she's clearly lived a life that was fighting for the little guy and the disenfranchised. So, it's kind of weird to think that she suddenly decided to become racist, you know? It's like do you judge somebody by one one thing they've done versus a whole lifetime and a record of things they've done? You know, is it like, oh, I guess that whole lifetime was a lie and this one thing is the truth? Or do you say, well, I guess something weird happened with this one thing and we should hear hear her out, you know? But, like I said, that's one way in which our society is intolerant now. We're not open-minded to that kind of thing. And so now she's on another planet. And it's nice. It's fun. It's fun to watch. Um, I mean, I had a... I had a small dose of, of that kind of feeling of, like, your character being killed, when I had my, the, you know, the XXX thing, it's like, there were all kinds of people trying to paint me as racist, I mean, it's, I mean, it's the realm of the absurd to, to say that that joke could be, could be racist, and yet, I, I want, I mean, like, if that, if I had told that joke now, in this climate, and all this, like, tension racial tension going on it's like maybe they could have gotten away with painting me as racist and there wouldn't be people coming to my defense because they'd be scared to you know it's like that's that's the danger of this realm we're in it's like now anything is on the table even things that normally we would be confident saying this is crazy but now we're just we're fearful and we don't know what's going on and the cost of of speaking out is quite high and it's like yeah, I mean, I don't know, I just, I just felt for her, like, what does it mean to spend your life fighting for something and doing something that you believe in and then have that all washed away? Does it, does, I wonder if she feels like her life was a waste in a way? And then I thought, well, that's not the right way of looking at it, I don't think, because in those moments, and the work she did in those moments, there were people who loved and appreciated and respected her and that work remains and and the things she built and the effects of the work she did carry on like that's not erased just because of this one thing that happened so I hope she views it like that I don't know I hope she's at peace she seems she seems like she's having fun um but yeah I'm uh I'm really to my old ways. I, I broke out the keyboard. When I when I was growing up, I just was always fascinated with musical instruments. I was, whatever money there was, I wanted to spend down getting an instrument. I, I went through a lot. It started with the flute, um, then I got, I don't know, the chronological order. I guess I got an alto sax, and then guitar. Maybe guitar was before the sax, actually. And... I tried the violin. The violin was the one I couldn't crack. Like, I could I could get the fingerings fine, because I was already playing guitar, but bowing, I could not get it to not sound like dead cats. It was just dead cats all day. I, I still am tempted to, to try to master that. But then I got a keyboard, and I broke the keyboard out. I have it right here in my room, my, my Yamaha keyboard. And... I, I never, I wish I had um, gotten actual lessons to learn the piano, but I just taught myself songs that I, that I liked. And I discovered my old sheet music collection, and boy, Weeb City. I mean, I'm now going to go through this sheet music collection that is so embarrassing. I mean, I totally, for, I, I'm surprised I even found all this sheet music on the internet pretty impressive and i'll share it with any of you who are huge nerds um the vast amelie this is john tierson from the movie amelie um continue doing yes more amelie okay here we go kuja's theme if if you guys can uh guess which what which uh Forms of media, these song titles are from. DM me and maybe I'll get a prize. No, you won't, but maybe. No, you won't. You won't, but if you want to, maybe that's fun. Kuja's theme. Town of Alexandria. Hmm, what's that? Which, which. What's that from? Uh. Dedicate? This? No idea what that's from. Dedicate, but it's by Song Park. I'm guessing some kind of anime. Oh uh, yeah, here we go. Grandpa's violin. That was why I got a violin. I wanted to learn this song from Dot Hack. Video game, come anime. Dot Hack. You know, I won't lie. I Actually, I got the. I, I played the original games when I was young, and then I, as an adult, I realized that they had an, a whole new Dot Hack collection, and I got them in there. They're not bad, they're a little repetitive, but it was, it was nice. BT, this one's from .hack//sign, the anime. BT, I remember her character because, I don't know why I thought this was so poignant at the time, but she had, she was talking to this character, and she was like, you know, I, oh he was like, why is your name BT? She was like, it's because I don't like lettuce. When I get a BLT I say I don't want lettuce. And people are like, why wow, you can't even taste it? It doesn't taste like anything. Why don't you like lettuce? But I know that I don't like it. And that was her deep that was her deep message. I, I mean if anyone wants to sort out why that meant something, I don't I don't know. Suteki dane, that one should be not as difficult to figure out. Eyes on me, ooh, I'd be, I'd be impressed if, if you guys know. These are all, I mean, I guess, they're all pretty much uh, uh, weeb related, so, you know, Japanese video games, animes, things like that. Kiss, another, that's too vague, that's .hex sign. Oh, this one's a, this'll be a riddle. I'll be so impressed if someone guesses this. Girl who stole the stars. This song actually—it still gets to me. There's something really haunting about it, in the moment in the—I'll just say—the game that that the song plays in, really. I mean, they really nailed it. Very emotional, very ambient. Dream of the shore near another world. That's from the same thing as "Girl Who Stole the Stars." It's a better clue that title. Um. Some by the way, I, I don't read bass clef because, like I said, I only, I didn't learn the piano, so I don't know how to read bass clef, so I would write out, I would figure out the notes and write them down, and some of these are written literally on the back of my Japanese homework. I mean, can I get more weeb? Can I get more weeb? Um... What do we have here? Uh, Aura. Um, that's that's more Dot Hack. Liminality. My God, that's deep. Liminality is from the anime DVD that came with the Dot Hack game. You can't even. It wasn't even on TV or anything. How did I find the sheet music? I, I can't even. Um, forever Rachel Ooh, you guys want to guess that one here's another clue, same same game Terra Overworld this is handwritten this is handwritten on notebook paper where did I find this, maybe? I think I figured out the notes myself for this one, wow Aeris' theme, that's obvious um, Fragments of Memories know what this is from, but it's no what I meant to do. So, Steely's theme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ah, the grand finale. This is good old Danny Alfman. Edward Scissorhands. Public apologize. What is that doing here? That's actually the most embarrassing thing in this pile. More Amelie. Uh, Tifa remembers. Obvious. Obvious. That's sad. I think that's from the. Uh, never mind. I'm never cares. Eyes on me. That's sweetie. Did that one. It's just another copy of it for some reason. Beloved. that from? Oh god. Kingdom Hearts. That would have been hard to guess, I think. Where did I find all this fucking sheet music? Orion Tearson. Ooh, the artifact of living from the motion picture Donnie Darko. That's a good find. That's a good find. On my last page on my Patreon episode, I went off about how the Halls are not fuckable at all. And I was upset because somebody said I looked like Maggie Hall and it ruined my day. Ruined. Can you imagine? Can you, you can't just, you can't just go up to someone and say they look like Maggie Gyllenhaal. You have to do that. Like, are you in a position to hear news that might disturb you? What was that thing that was going on the internet? I, I forget the phrasing, but it was something like that. Like, you have to say that to me before you say you look like Maggie Gyllenhaal. And I don't understand the Jake Gyllenhaal thing either. I don't really get it. Willem Dafoe is hotter than Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, well that's all of it, I think. Um, And so what I'm going to do with the outro of this episode is show you what I've been working on all day as part of my regression because this is what I did with all this wonderful sheet music as a as a teen I would just learn these songs and I would teach them to myself and so I, I, I learned the the easiest version of the dark theme song and I think uh, maybe I'll spend some time trying to gradually learn the more complicated versions that might be fun progress to try to make instead of, you know, um, working on scripts and things that might actually propel my career forward. Um, And so I'm going to, I think I'm going to attach it as a little outro here. And uh, keep in mind, I I don't, I have not learned the piano, so there's no need for criticism. Okay. There's no need for that. I was even going to, I was going to consider singing, give you, give you some vocals on it but uh did not get drunk enough for that uh, maybe next time and I have this big idea I don't know I'm, I'm wondering there's I'm wondering about posting just if there's anyone this is what Sam has kind of been doing he's he'll perform anywhere he's so hungry to get on stage that he's just he's going in backyards he's getting kicked out of psycho drunk women's backyards it's kind of cool I'm like maybe I'll just post seeing if people around the country just have like rooms or just spaces that and, and a bunch of friends who want to see a comedy show and maybe I'll just create a little road trip and, and do random shows in, in weird spots with people who want to want to see me and maybe I'll bring a friend or something and I don't know I don't know if that's viable especially as the weather gets cooler but there's a few there's some hundreds of you who listen to this so if you're one of these people and you have a space somewhere and and you know, maybe like fifteen or twenty friends who want to come see a show. Uh, maybe throw five bucks in a hat. And uh, if enough people have something like that, maybe I'll just make a little trip of it if it makes geographic sense. So feel free to DM me if if that sounds like you. And I don't think this was a very good episode. I should I, I didn't get as as drunk as I wanted to. But um, maybe next time.